welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Coming to you live from the Interaction Media Studio in Morgantown, welcome to Positively West Virginia. I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Today, we're going to visit with Ashton Critchley. She's the owner of Bessie's Floral Designs in Oak Hill, West Virginia. Of course, that's in Fayette County, West Virginia. But first, a little bit about our mission here at Positively West Virginia. Every week, we talk with West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with people just like you in West Virginia and across the country. When we first started this podcast back in 2017, one of the things we set out to do was to encourage and inspire our listeners with positive business stories from right here in the Mountain State. To date, we've produced more than 200 episodes, and Positively West Virginia is now a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can learn more about our mission of promoting small business and entrepreneurship in West Virginia at PositivelyWV.com. You know, I get to see so many positive things happening in West Virginia business every single day that a lot of people, quite frankly, never get to hear about. So my team at Interaction Media is working to change that with this show so that people realize you don't have to leave West Virginia to find great business opportunities. They're right here in our state. We want to encourage people to stay here and build great companies and organizations right here in West Virginia. All of our guests are people who are actually getting that done day in and day out, and they don't just talk about it, they're doing it. I'm convinced we can all learn from their experiences and most importantly, their stories. Once again, our guest today is Ashton Critchley. She's the owner of Bessie's Floral Designs in Oak Hill, West Virginia. Ashton, thanks for being on the show today. Thanks for having me, Jim. I'm excited about it. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm just uh, excited to have you on the podcast to share your story this week. Ashton Critchley is founder of Wolverstone Development Company and is the owner of Bessie's Floral Designs and proudly serves the Southern West Virginia area, offering only the finest floral arrangements and gifts for any occasion. Ashton is a 2009 graduate of Concord University with a Bachelor's of Arts in Political Science and a 2020 graduate just last May of, uh, from WVU, West Virginia University, with a Master of Science in Integrated Marketing Communications. As a local who grew up in Fayetteville, she realized the unique opportunities and experiences the region offered. This led her to choose to utilize her unique skill set and education through entrepreneurial initiatives to help strengthen the economic, social, and recreational opportunities within the New River Gorge region. I invited Ashton on the show today to talk about her companies. She has two, obviously, to share her story and give our audience some valuable insight into the companies she owns in West Virginia. Ashton, take a minute Fill in some gaps from that very brief intro that I gave and give us a little behind the curtain look into Bessie's floral designs and your entrepreneurial endeavors. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so last year with the pandemic, everything uh, really kind of changed for a lot of folks. And at the time I was working for um, the WVU at the time and my position unfortunately went down because of budget restructuring. And uh, with that, I really took the opportunity to decide whether or not I wanted to continue working for other individuals or if I wanted to kind of branch out on my own. Um, you know, I have 
15 years of experience in hospitality and tourism. I had done stints in a couple of uh, other industries um, here in the state between higher education and retail. And um, I had just always worked for someone else. And I, and I had always toyed with the idea of, of running my own company and, mm. and having my own businesses. And uh, with the pandemic, I said, you know, why not take that chance? Uh, the worst thing that's going to happen is it doesn't work out and I can always go and and hopefully find another another job or position. So um, so I took that chance. And in June of last year, I uh, formed my company. And then in August of that of last year, I purchased Bessie's Floral Designs. And um, I had some prior history with Bessie's um, as an event planner over the years. I had used um, the flower shop to help um, with the floral decorations and, and orders and things like that um, for some of the events that I hosted. And um, the owners of Bessie's are, are in their 70s. They had been in the industry for almost 30 years. Wow. Um, it's a locally owned shop. It's been family run um, from, from its beginnings. And you know, as a, as a West Virginia, as someone that's lived in Fayette County and, you know, who has chosen to stay and live here, uh, I wanted to reinvest in, in my community because growing up here, there's so, I've seen so many opportunities and so much, um, potential for growth and expansion, but it really takes having individuals to invest in that to make it happen. So I made the decision to start my own business, to buy, you know, purchase Bessie's and to start investing in, my community. I'm I'm fascinated by this your story because um, just listening to you talk. I mean, it. If if anybody is listening to this story, thinking, "Wow, should I start my own company? I've been working for this organization for a long time. I've got all this experience." You're actually doing it, and and I love that. And and you're the exact type of people that we need in West Virginia right now. You're a you know born in, in born in uh, Fayetteville. And you live in Fayette County, and now you you're a business owner, and you have a couple of companies. So I want to talk really about Bessie's Floral Designs because I'm I'm intrigued by this. We we you know a lot of times people think that entrepreneurship is you have to come up with this crazy idea that nobody's ever thought of, and you have to take out a bunch of loans and get all this debt and start a company. But but you can also you know you can buy a franchise, you can buy an existing business like you did. You could be a uh, you know to, to become an owner operator, you know, buying the business off of somebody you work for. There's a, a you could be a family business right that you step into a, a, a father uh, daughter business or you know, father son business or grandparent or whatever. But you you had an opportunity to take this longstanding business there in Oak Hill. Some somebody that you had worked with before, you respected uh, the family-owned business. How did that, how does that work? Did, did did you approach them? Did they approach you? How, talk, talk a little bit about that journey of buying an existing, long-term, highly reputable business there in Oak Hill. Yeah, um, it was actually by happenstance. Um, you know, I had I had been let go by um, from. Uh, WVU in March and kind of took a couple of months to just regroup and figure out what I was going to do. And, and you graduated in May, chatter. right? You graduated in May. I graduated IMC. in May, yes. So the, it, it's all coming IMC together. IMC yeah. yeah. Yes, exactly. Like, I mean, there was a, there was a process to it. Um, and I had had a couple of interviews with other organizations over those couple of months and nothing, I just wasn't passionate about any of those positions. I could do the job, but I just didn't 
I just didn't want to do, I just didn't want to do it. And I, and that's what really made me push and say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to start this company and I'm, and I'm going to figure out um, with the intention of, and I, and, and to have you say that is that I started this company with the intention of buying other companies that were already, you know, established, you know, that we're looking for people to take over. Yeah. Because a big issue that we have here in Southern West Virginia is our population is so much older. Um, you know, they're not, there's not a ton of young folks that are sticking around and, and there's not a ton of, of, of young folks to be able to take on, as you said, these, these businesses that have been in, in business for so long. So I, I took that opportunity and there was, um, a conversation that happened. Um, actually my mom saw something on one and she was like, I think Bessie's is for sale. And I was like, what? I was like, that doesn't sound right. And, um, anyway, we, we, approached and had a brief conversation and they said no yeah we are looking at at selling the business and we had some conversations for a couple of weeks and I said okay I'm I'm going to take this on and um we took and I, I purchased the business um and we did it through an owner finance situation which I think is a great it's something yeah. to talk about too because yeah. Yeah. one of the things you mentioned is about debt and taking on loans well a big hurdle for most entrepreneurs or anyone starting out is trying to get the equity to purchase a building to purchase real estate it just doesn't exist you right. can't get it yeah. unless you have you know millions of dollars of net worth on your own it's really hard to get a bank to give you a loan yeah, when you're, when you're especially yeah especially when you have no experience running a business right so that you're high exactly. risk so to speak yeah 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 they consider you high risk because you're you're starting out you don't have any you don't have any prior data to show that this is valid which doesn't make sense <laughs> in the process because you're like well i'm trying to start a business because there's this need but they want the proof that the need is actually there and you're like well i can't prove it if i can't do the business so it's this it's this vicious cycle yeah, that, that kind of happens um in the process and um, so I ended up purchasing the business through an owner financing situation, which worked well for me. I was able to put a small amount of personal funds down to, you know, start, you know, secure the business. And then, you know, it, it's like having a loan, you know, you're making monthly payments um, to those owners um, for X amount of years um, until it's, you know, until the, the purchase price is paid off. Um, but at the same time, you know, I was lucky to be able to walk into a business that was basically a turnkey situation. Yeah. All of the staff stayed on. Um, so I had I had the people who had the experience. I was able to update the areas that needed to be updated, um, you know, updating the website, updating the social media presence, marketing, getting the getting the Bessie's name back out there yeah. um, to to pique people's interest and to remind them, you know, that there's a local flower shop here that can do more than just funerals and weddings. You know, we can, we can help out with any type of occasion. Yeah. Um, awesome. And, you know, reminding them that flowers are a great way uh, during the pandemic to let someone know that you're thinking of them or that you care because for, you know, for over a year, we weren't able to see other people. Um, so, mm we actually had a really good year because people were utilizing us for that very purpose of being able to send 
send a gift to their friends and families that they haven't been able to see or that were in the hospital sick or, um, you know, to just remind them that, you know, someone was thinking about them and someone cared. So absolutely, that's kind of how, how this whole situation started that's, was, you know, just a conversation and saying, Hey, you know, I'm interested in taking this over. Um, I awesome. want to continue this tradition that you've started. I, I love it. They're, it's like they lit the, the torch and they're passing it to you. Now it's yours to, exactly. to see what you can make of it. And I love the fact that you were able to, to use your background, your uh, integrated marketing communications degree that you just got last year and you're able to instantly yeah. have an impact. You know, your social media looks great. We'll talk about that here in a minute, but what you're doing is, is fantastic. And, and, and I love that, that you're able to, to keep this business local. It, it's not shutting down. You're keeping those people employed. You're building uh, a legacy for yourself now with this first venture. And as you said, you have this idea of doing other things down the road. We'll talk about that here in a second. I want to give you a, a, a chance to give your 30-second pitch for Bessie's Floral Designs. In other words, what is it you tell people that you do? Yeah. I mean, Bessie's Floral um, provides flowers for any occasion. Uh, we service for everyday events. We service for special events. Um, we have small amounts of rentals available. Um, we're really here to kind of create your, your dream floral arrangement. Um, and, and that's what we do. Um, and, uh, and a lot of our focus is on um, is on the wedding business because we're there to, to help individuals kind of, you know, bring their weddings to life. Um, because flowers are always what someone notices when you're at a wedding, besides what the bride is wearing. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so for yeah. us, you know, it really is about prov providing, um, you know, flowers for any occasion. That's awesome. I love it. What's, what would you say is the thing you're most excited about for Bessie's floral designs right now? Yeah, um, I, I would say kind of our expanding, our expanding growth. So um, when I came on, um, there was a staff of, of six or seven people. I'm now up to a staff of 11 uh, because we're working to expand the services that we offer, especially in the event planning um, area. You know, that is a, that's a, that's what my background is in. And I saw an opportunity for us to be able to combine what we're already doing with the, the furl business, but also bring in this event planning service. So mm. I'm working for us to be able to create um, event planning services for people who are coming in that need help to a plan, to plan any type of event, whether it's a corporate event, it's a, it's a special occasion, it's a family reunion, it's a wedding. We will be able to offer services that, you know, let us help them coordinate it. We can put them in contact with vendors in the state, um, depending on where they're looking at mm. having their wedding because we work across the state with vendors. Um, you know, we don't do just events here in the county. We do travel across the state when we're doing for um, setting up for special occasions. Um, you know, for this year, we're going to Snowshoe. We're going to Fairmont. Um, wow. We've got a wedding at Stonewall Jackson. You know, we're a little bit of everywhere. That's cool. um, so for me, the exciting the exciting bit is being able to take what's already been there and expanding it into kind of a new area that also works with what, what Bessie's is known for. Yeah, that's super cool. How many employees do you have there at Bessie's? I have 11. Oh, wow. That's nice. That's a nice size company. And it's super cool that you were able to, um, to, to do that like right out of the gate, right? You didn't have to build this company. It was already, you were able to step in and add your own leadership, your own flavor, your own uh, flair to it, right? Uh, talk a little bit about yeah. that experience and, and what it was like to you know, to step into a role of a longstanding company as the leader. The first day had to be kind of frightening, I'd, I'd imagine. 
Yeah, and I'm kind of in a unique position and with this because, um, and it's been a bit, and it's been the most challenging aspect of um, purchasing Bessies. Uh, The former owners are still working at the shop. Uh, I have have reduced the number of days that they're there, but they are still working um, for for a year. So they will be phasing out um, after August, but it has been a bit of a challenge working on that, having those former owners still being part of of the business because I'm trying, you know, I'm working to bring in my leadership style and working to revitalize the, the business um, while still trying to balance with them and and getting that shift and it's it's taken several months mm. to to shift the perspective of the employees of getting them to recognize um and, and to know you know to understand that my leadership style is very different from what the leadership style was of the former owners yeah. so it's been it's been a slow process but it's been a a good process with that but it's also been the most challenging um because in in their heads they're they're wanting to be very supportive and help me um, but they also think of me as a child <laughs> um, because, you know, they're in their sure. 70s. So they almost look at me like, a, a you know, one of their grandkids. Sure. Um, oh, but, gosh. you know, having to, to establish kind of that well, um, has been what's really been a bit of a challenge. Ashton, what's one takeaway from that lesson you've learned? You really have to be focused and you really have to be conscientious um, at all times when you're interacting with with your staff. And if you have you know, individuals that were there before, especially when you're coming in and purchasing a business, you know, acknowledging that they had experiences before then and understanding what those experiences were and taking what they they benefited from and they liked from those previous experiences, but then adjusting it to fit what your style is and and fixing what the issues were. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's kind of that saying of, you know, you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. You yeah. know, you want to get rid of that bathwater and put something fresh into it. Yeah. Especially if it's something that has been working prior. Yeah, that, that's good stuff. I really appreciate your, your uh, perspective on that. I want to talk uh, for a minute Ashton, about your your other company that you recently started, which is called Wolverstone Development Company. I would like to, um, you know, because we mentioned it in the intro, I'd love to give uh, folks a, a little insight as to what you're doing with that uh, company as well. Take it, take us on that journey. What's what are you doing there? Yeah, so Wolverstone Development Company is uh, working to develop um, 164 acres right outside of Fayetteville. Um, it's from New River Gorge National Park um, and preserve uh, real estate. Um, and it is meant to be a mixed use uh, property development. Uh, the business uh, that's going to be going on there is called and going to be a, a little bit of residential to help address the need for housing here in Fayette County. Um, and it also is going to be a little bit tourism by addressing the need for some additional lodging options uh, for folks who are coming in um, to the area to not only visit the national park, but also to take part in all of the outdoor activities that we have here. Um, you know, as it mentions in, as you mentioned from my bio, you know, I want to use my skill set that I've learned throughout the hospitality and tourism industry and marketing and communications and sales to really tap into this this time where we can really take advantage of the growth and opportunity for Fayette County. Um, and that is taught around, around the tourism industry 
and getting more industries into the area. Um, you know, we have a lot of people who have relocated here um, that are remote workers. There are a lot of um, individuals my age who are young professionals that want to stay here to work, mm. but they don't have housing. So, wow. you know, the vision for this is to really be able to address some of those needs and to provide a little bit of relief um, and a starting point to to get those opportunities um, mm. rolling. I love it. Ashton, you're doing some amazing things there in Fayette County. I just, uh, I'm just blown away by your entrepreneurial drive and the vision you have for, for that area, Fayetteville and Oak Hill. It's just awesome. And I just want to take a second to mention our sponsors for Positively West Virginia, and they include the State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. The support we receive from these West Virginia companies allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia. Our guest today is... Ashton Critchley. She's the owner of Bessie's Floral Designs. And also, she just got done telling us about her other company, Wolverstone Development Company, uh, there in Fayette County. And Ashton, you're doing some amazing things, like I mentioned. What's the vision you have long term for Bessie's Floral Designs and uh, Wolverstone Development Company? What's that look like long term? Yeah, I mean, I want to be able to say, you know, 30 years from now, they're they're still going strong and where we've expanded, you know, outside of of this area. So, you know, my hopes with Bessie's is that we eventually get to the point where we're we're almost self-sustainable. Like I, I am looking to be able to grow our own flowers and our own products to be able wow. to use in in what we're selling awesome. um, with the development company. I'm hoping to be able to, you know, get those individuals in here that we need in order to grow this area into a more prosperous um, situation. So I'm hoping to provide solutions to some of the problems that, you know, the state in this area are are facing and have been facing for years. Um, you know, it's that adage, you know, nothing's going to happen if you don't give it a try. Yeah. You know, you've, you've got, someone's got to step up and try to, you know, solve those, those issues. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love it. And I think that uh, your passion is, is, you know, for your for your hometown, your your home county is is awesome, and we need more of this uh, going on in West Virginia. So I'm I'm really uh, proud of the work that you're doing there, and just excited for you. How do you, with regard to Bessie's, you know, I think this is something that I think is very interesting. And you you just uh, graduated last May uh, from WVU with the IMC program, Integrated Marketing Communications. How do you attract new customers? I mean, you're bringing a new um, philosophy to Bessie's floral designs. How do you attract new customers right now? Yeah, I mean, you're my biggest um, my biggest challenge is making us relevant again because you mm. know flowers are a luxury expense. Mm. Um, they're not a necessity. So you know, it's all about convincing someone why why they should buy your product. And for me, we are doing it um, by getting by updating our social media presence because there wasn't much of one prior to that to attract some of those younger generations. Um, another way that we're doing it is that, that we're, we've started hosting uh, workshops. We actually did um, a uh, make your own bouquet um, brunch and bouquet event um, at the Gaines estate in Fayetteville. Um, we had eight lovely ladies come out for that. They enjoyed some, uh, some brunch snacks and got to make their own bouquet um, for Mother's Day weekend. Hmm. Um, we're going out and we're hitting up on some of the uh, market events that are happening in the area. So we'll have pop-up shops where people can come out and they can pick and make their own bouquets. It's a lot of just about getting us back in front of people, getting us back in the mindset and, and showing 
people what our products look like and how fun it can be to make a to make a bouquet, how fun it is to have a little bit of color and wildlife in your house, mm. um, you know, when it's a dreary day or you're having a bad day, like, you know, pick up a little bouquet and it can really change, you know, someone's perspective yeah. with that. So that's kind of the approach that we're taking, you know, to make us relevant to consumers. Yeah, I think that's that's great insight. Ashton, how do you, um, you know, I guess. I'm thinking about like what's one of the biggest challenges you face right now standing in a way of, of doing all the things you have in terms of your long-term vision. What's the biggest challenge? Uh, actually, it's the current location of the shop, um, unfortunately, because the one some of the biggest issues we have is that there's not parking available, so people can't get into the shop. It's really difficult. Um, there's not a lot of foot traffic um, coming through the town of Oak Hill. Uh, most people are only coming into the town for um, – uh, you know, for doctor's appointments, because we have all of the doctor's office and the hotels there. Um, so, you know, it's just, it, it's kind of that issue with the location of, of, you know, people being able to get into the shop and finding it. Also just trying to repair the building that I'm in. The building has had multiple iterations. It started out as a dealership back in the thirties and forties. Mm. It was a department store for almost 40 years before it was turned into the flower shop. So there's a lot of maintenance that goes into trying to upkeep a building that's 20,000 square feet. Um, Wow. It, so those are kind of some of those challenges. <laughs> yeah, that, that, but I, I feel like you're up to them. <laughs> I, I, I'm sitting I there. Am. I've always enjoyed the challenge. <laughs> I'm listening to you talk, and our our uh, our building is here in the Morgantown area. It's the Star City section, right? Just a couple of blocks from the Coliseum, and mm-hmm. we're we're in an old uh, grocery and hardware store. So I definitely can relate to some of the uh, the challenges that you're that you're facing there for sure, Ashton. You know, I, like I said, I, I'm a, I just met you for the first time today on, on this call. Uh, I'm, I'm a huge fan of what you're doing. What's one piece of advice you would give to other young business owners out there, uh, maybe thinking about starting up, maybe they're, they have an entrepreneurial dream uh, such as you did and, and don't want to leave West Virginia? They'd, they'd like to stay here, but are just trying to figure out what to do. What's one piece of advice you would give them? get connected, reach out to, reach out to your network, reach out to the local um, state agencies that support these type of programs. Um, You know, the Small Business Development Center has been huge for me. Um, We have your economic development authority that's in your area can be a huge resource. The West Virginia Hub Network is a huge resource for entrepreneurs starting out. There are a lot of there are a lot of agencies here that can help individuals who want to start out, mm. but you have to do the outreach and you have to be persistent because there's a small number of folks who are trying to help a very large number of folks. So just being persistent and really looking at your own personal network. Um, for me, that has been my biggest strength, mm. um, has been the individuals who have been able to connect me with other individuals, you know, to help get um, these projects going for me. Absolutely. Great advice. Ashton, what's uh, one thing that you do every day that you think contributes to your success? I make time to work out every day. Mm. <laughs> um, for me, it's it's the best way for me to help keep my head clear. And especially if it's been a rough day or something's going on or I need to think about it, me being able to get out and work out for, you know, even if it's 10, 15 minutes, whatever, mm. um, it helps keep me kind of balanced and centered and fr- kind of 
keeps me from falling into those um, those pits of um, of you know frustration or just like absolute how am I going to make this work kind of situation. Mm. Um, so for me, it's it's always been important for me to get out and move just a little bit every day, just to help clear my head and think about. Um, a different perspective to get my head in a better mind space. Yeah, I love that. What's one book or even a podcast uh, perhaps that you'd recommend for aspiring entrepreneurs? One of my one of my favorite books and one of the first books that I ever read was actually Richard Branson's Losing um, My Virginity. And the great thing about that is that he has updated that over the years. So each version is has a new chapter to add with his experiences. And I think what's so great about the book is he talks about all of his failures. Like he's not afraid to tell you how many times he failed, how much effort it took to do different things, what mistakes he made. And I think that that's really refreshing because not all of the time, I feel like when you're reading about entrepreneurship, you get what the end result was, mm. but you don't really hear about what those, mm. those first few months or years were like. And yeah. those are really, that's really the most important piece to hear about because that's what determines whether or not your business is going to succeed or not. No doubt. Um, is the lessons that they learned from those those times. No doubt. Um, my friend John Maxwell, the great leadership guru, and I, I have had an opportunity to meet with him a couple of times, talks about sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. Mm -hmm. Right. So it, it's those lessons that we uh, lose when we're struggling and, and perhaps even failing, falling down that, uh, that we, that we learned the most, I think anyway, that's great, uh, great book. And we'll make sure that that book is on our resources section of positivelywv.com. You can go there and folks can, uh, download all the books and buy them right from Amazon, right on our resources page there. So thank you. That one's not ever been, uh, re recommended. So great, great job on that. Appreciate that. Ashton, we've covered a lot in this interview. Is there anything else you think our listeners should know about your story or Bessie's floral design story or any anything else from uh, from our time here today? Yeah, uh, the only the only thing that I want to say is 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 something to to keep in mind is is that you don't have to have a ton of money to start out. If you have an an, an idea and you can find the resources to help you, you don't have to have a ton of resources to start out. You have to have some, um, but. I'm an average everyday person. Uh, my mom was a school teacher. Uh, my stepdad was a coal miner. You know, hmm. you don't have to to be someone to to create something good that's going to help your community. Um, and I think that that's something important to to remember because I think sometimes people can get discouraged um, hmm. when they're facing some of these these start out. Um, issues and hurdles with that. Um, you just have to get creative and how and figure out a work around around them. Yeah, I, th I think coming up with a creative solution, just like you did with owner financing, uh, sometimes there's opportunities to do, uh, you know, a, a buyout agreement where you're just paying a percentage of the profits until you hit that number. Uh, so it's not really, um, you know, t incurring burden, right? We want these businesses to be exactly. a blessing, not a curse. Uh, and, and sometimes you can see uh, when folks are, are struggling and They've got this leverage over their head, and uh, and and that becomes a curse rather than a blessing to their themselves and their family and their community. So, great advice, and I think that's a that's a great point. And and I love the fact that you took uh, Bessie's floral designs and were able to take this longstanding business there in Oak Hill and really take it over. Uh, working with the owners that are still working alongside you and and making that transformation, letting them go off and 
do their retirement, but you can take this thing and, and add your flavor to it and grow it and keep those jobs in the community and, uh, and, and make a future for yourself too. I think that's awesome. Um, Ashton, uh, how can our listeners learn more about Bessie's floral designs and perhaps even get in contact with you? Uh, yeah, um, we have a website. It's bestiesfloraldesignsinc.com. Um, we're also on Facebook and social, um, Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. Um, so they can follow our pages there and learn more. Um, and then uh, they can contact me um, at the shop. We have um, our email addresses is on the website as well as um, being able to contact through social media. Yeah, that's awesome. We'll make sure we have all those in the show notes as well. Ashton, it's been a real honor to have you on the show today. I think what you're doing is incredible. Uh, especially there in Fayette County and, you know, making sure that those jobs are preserved and, and you're providing solutions to problems that exist down there with regard to housing and, and providing jobs and recreation and, and tourism. And I think that uh, I just want to encourage you to keep up the great work. Thanks, Jim. Absolutely. Folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by The State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. As we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State, just like Ashton Critchley of Bessie's Floral Designs in Oak Hill, West Virginia, our hope is that we, in some way, equipped and inspired you with this business story. If you or someone you know would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com. And we appreciate your comments, encouragement, and, and of course, reviews as well on, that, uh, on all those different platforms. And we encourage you to share these stories on your social media channels as well. And be sure to check out our weekly live show every Friday. It's called the Positively West Virginia Small Business Mastermind. Every Friday from 11 a.m. till noon, where we bring you a panel of business experts from around the state of West Virginia each week to help small business leaders win. Positively West Virginia is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can learn more about our mission of advancing small business and entrepreneurship in West Virginia at PositivelyWV.com. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, including our producer today, Mr. Hampton Hill, until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay positive, West Virginia.